That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a yes, we got some answers, but we still got a lot of tough questions to answer edition of the Always Irish Post Game Show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Give the video a thumbs up. Hit notifications. You'll be alerted every time the Notre Dame offense fails in a big moment. You don't want to miss anything, do you? Twitter, search bar, always Irish. Rat. Always Irish, Inc. Emails, always Irish, India, gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me. You can find me. Call in line 312-900-8815. I got a feeling the call in line's going to be popping on Monday morning. Give me a call. Let's talk that ball. Let's get into it. What an interesting experiment. Notre Dame falls 21-10 in a game that was very encouraging in a lot of ways. And extremely irresponsibly disturbing in some other ways. And ones that I wasn't necessarily expecting. There's so many levels to analyzing this game because you have... I've been talking for months about the dual tracks here. You have the immediate short term with Marcus Freeman, and then you have the big picture, right? So you have those dual tracks, and there's a lot to take on both of those tracks from this ball game. So there, there's small picture stuff, and then there's big picture stuff. Let's start here. The number one thing I wanted to see and needed to see from Marcus Freeman last night was... Could he have his team not scared, not timid, and go in there ready to play in this environment with the young quarterback, all that stuff? Could he do it? Could he do that? Now, some people might say that's a low bar to clear, that, that it wasn't like winning the game or something. My bar is just that we came in emotionally and mentally prepared to go to football battle. And I know that's a low bar to clear, but that's the bar Brian Kelly left. That's the bar. He was not good at doing that. You need that. So that's the bar. I'm not proud that it's the bar, but it's the bar. It just is. So that was the number one question and the number one thing that needs to change for any of this to go in any direction we all want as Notre Dame people. Mission accomplished. Good job on that. That's the number one overall big picture thing I was looking for from this entire game. Could he have his guys ready for this environment? They were ready. They were not scared. They came ready to play. They embraced the environment. And they hung in there. They hung in there. They got ahead early, put points on the board, played defense, got the ball back. Beautiful. Beautiful. Short of scoring seven instead of three, that's as good of a start as you could ask for Notre Dame in this environment. Especially with so many unknowns. Good job. So mission accomplished on the big picture number one overall goal of the night. But once you saw, okay, we can hang. This isn't going to be a Brian Kelly big game blowout special. Once you saw that, then it became let's win the damn game. 
and we were very simply, quite frankly, uh, incapable of doing so. Not capable of doing it. And there's a lot to be learned about where we're at from this game. I say all the time, while it's hard on your record to play the number two team in the country out of the gates week one, the one thing that it's great for is showing you exactly where you're at as a program. It isn't Marshall or Cal where you're inflated on some statistics that you're only getting because it's Marshall and Cal, not Ohio State. So the one benefit you have is you play a team like this, you find out exactly where you stack up in every position group against the elite, and you find it out fast. Some of those realizations you like, others want to make you cry. 21 points allowed against this team at their place is great. That is terrific. That is almost as good as you could realistically hope anybody's going to do. I would bet that is their lowest point total of the year. Now, the defense got worn out late. There's no doubt about that. Late, they got leaned on, pushed on a little bit. They did. And I almost blame the offense for that. Because the defense had to be out there over and over again because the offense couldn't do anything in the second half. You're going to get worn down against a team like Ohio State when that's your dynamic you're operating in. Everybody would. That's how human bodies react. You put them out there nonstop, you're going to wear out. So, but the defense played well enough to win this ball game. 21 points. All of us, 100% in Notre Dame Nation, anybody who cares about this program and this team would have signed up for 21 points allowed. And then if I said, I'm not telling you anything about what Notre Dame's going to do, but you're only going to give up 21, we would have all taken that 100 times out of 100 times. 100. That's, that's about as good as you could do against these guys. You did get worn out late, but you were out there all night. It's a lot to ask. Now. The only thing I would say is, unfortunately, since the offense couldn't do diddly-poo, the defense needed some turnovers they didn't get. You needed a pick six, a strip sack, run it back. It was going to be the only way we are going to get points. So they played great, but you needed more to make up the slack from what you weren't getting from the offense, which is just that, offensive. Offensive, okay? I'm offended. The offense is offensive. We'll get there. And it's like, all right, uh, defense held in there 21 points. Could have used some turnovers, but how picky are you going to get? Giving up 21 is good enough, but it's like we needed more because the offense couldn't do it, couldn't pull their weight. It would have been nice like, to see Foskey a little more. I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the game again to see if he was getting doubled or tripled. I didn't see that. I don't know. Would have been nice to hear his name more, but you really needed some big turnovers to put us in position, at least for field goals, because of what the offense was not able to do. So the reality is, the outcome that probably should have happened based on the talent and the knowns and the proven entities, the result that should have happened on paper probably happened. I think the scores were lower than everybody picked. But the more further down the path of establishing elite program, grinding out a win at home, first game of the year, that's not a shock to anybody that that's the result. But it really didn't have to happen. 
It didn't. Notre Dame was in position to, to make a move to win this game. They were. They couldn't pull it off. But Notre Dame was following the recipe a little bit for a while to make this happen. Longer than I honestly probably thought they were going to. So the defense, yeah, you could nitpick and say we needed turnovers. 21 points. I'm not asking for more than that. That is way better than I thought we were going to hold them to. And, and kudos to them. The offense, though, unacceptably bad. And here's what's most upsetting about the offense being unacceptably bad. It wasn't even really Buckner's fault. Like, if you told me Notre Dame was only going to have 10 points, I would have thought that meant Buckner turned it over a few times. Strip sack, threw it to their linebackers, you know, misreading a coverage, whatever. While there were some times he struggled to make reads fast enough and recognize things, no doubt. He wasn't the reason the offense was terrible. He wasn't turning the ball over. If you told me 10 points, I figure he's turning the ball over. That didn't happen. This offense is just not good enough at all. Buckner did what he could trying to navigate. It's just, ugh. Ugh. Nine months of preparation for 10 points. That's almost one point per month of preparation for this game. It, that's horrible. We knew the offense was going to struggle. I didn't think it was going to be this bad, though. Nine months of preparation for 10 points can't be. That can't be where you're at. And it's, I'm sorry, man, but I, seven points in the, the last half of the bowl game and then none here. And he's boy genius and the NFL wants him and, and he's a savant and he, he's this, he sees football at a different level than everybody else is capable. I, where do I see that? I want Tommy to succeed. He's a Notre Dame guy. We all want him to do well. But where do I see as a regular fan this NFL genius stuff? When have I seen a Notre Dame offense light some good team up that made me go, oh my God, this is different and dynamic and electric when? Like, what am I missing? But it's like, John, you're an idiot. These NFL insiders in this circle love him. He's the next big thing. I, I want to believe that, but shouldn't I be seeing great things at Notre Dame first? That line up with that? What are they seeing that I'm not seeing on Saturdays? And the issue is adjustments win football games. Our only adjustments are going from being bad to worse offensively, one app to the next. Those are our adjustments from bad to worse. There's no pivot. Nine months for 10 points is not good enough. The offense is still holding back the program. And the defense is clearly still the backbone of it. 
play calling, adjusting, getting conservative at times I didn't think you could afford to. A lot of Brian Kelly-ness was knocked off this team last night, but some remains, unfortunately. Having a lame offense, we knew it'd be a struggle. It couldn't be this bad. It couldn't. I knew it was going to be a struggle, but this was a mega struggle. Harry? Harry, don't do this to me, Harry! Your boys weren't good enough. Not even close. Don't do this to me, Harry. This was one area we all felt pretty confident in. Not good enough. 76 yards rushing. Barely two and a half per. That's Brian Kelly numbers. That's Brian Kelly versus good team numbers. I don't care if you're going to run it up on Marshall or Cal. Doing it against Ohio State is the measuring stick, and that's what matters. What you do against Marshall and Cal is not my concern, and it shouldn't be yours either. What you do against Ohio State is what matters. You are judged against the best. I, I, I knew the receiving core was going to be an issue, but I didn't know the offensive line was as well. 76 yards, that's a Notre Dame big game Brian Kelly running performance. I can't have that again. I can't. It's going to retard Buckner's development in the rest of this offense if they're struggling too. <sighs> Receivers, were they even out there? Mayer had five catches. Nobody else had more than one. Not even style. No, but you can't win a big game that way. It was like Notre Dame was playing in this little box because nothing on the outside was doing anything. You can't win big games that way. So big picture, I love the new energy and that Notre Dame wasn't intimidated by the moment. They weren't. They came ready and matched that emotion, played good early. That's the number one takeaway that should be encouraging. Freeman could get these guys in the right mind space. That's the biggest picture. Defense, good, great effort. Want to see more havoc, turnovers, that stuff. But 21 points is good as you could ask. Um, I, I just, this offense, man, it can't be this. It can't be this. So Marcus had him ready to play. That's number one. The D, they held their own. Um, number three, I, I, the offensive line's my number one disappointment. It is. It is by far my number one disappointment because I thought they would be decent. I didn't expect 300 yards against these guys rushing, but I thought it'd be decent. It wasn't even decent. That is my number one disappointment. They missed more assignments than a juvenile delinquent in middle school is what the offensive line did, okay? <sighs> number four, you know Buckner has potential. You could see it. The moment wasn't too big for him. He can handle the pressure. He can. He'll keep getting better. Number five, Reese is just not doing a good job. That's not an opinion. It's results from the last couple big games. Adjustments, yes, from bad to worse. Those are the adjustments. Now, if you want to tell me 
Reese doesn't have the talent yet. Like, it's not his fault that there's no wide receivers or whatever. Like, fine. We all understand that upgrades in skill position is needed at Notre Dame. I'm baking that in. We all acknowledge that. I know it's not a full cupboard to work with, but it still has to be better than this. That's my point. I know there are issues, but it still has to be better than this. It just does. So whatever they're doing is not nearly good enough. I know you're not working with a lot, but it, you got to get more out of it than this. The wide receiver room, one catch per guy. You're, you can't win that way. That's not real football. That's make-believe. That's make-believe. You're not going to win that way. So big picture, lots of progress in big areas, short-term there are still issues, man. This is, it, the offense is making me very uncomfortable. Like, it's been not good enough for a very, very long time. And any dreams anybody had of seeing something totally different in the first game under Freeman, you didn't. You didn't. There are still issues. So, you do have a couple opponents coming up where you could work on this stuff. And it needs to be worked on. But I ain't going to be impressed. Whatever app, whatever numbers you put up against Marshall or Cal, what I'm not going to be impressed. This was your chance to impress against the number two team. So I want Reese to succeed, but these results are not good enough at all. And I need to see big changes because this is not a big boy offense and it has to be so Buckner can develop appropriately. So... What am I missing? What am I spot on about? What do you think? Call in show Monday. I know you'll be there.